Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. So excited to be with you today on the podcast, and I hope we'll say something that'll be a blessing to you. I want to go to the book of Isaiah, chapter number one. Isaiah, chapter number one. This is a great passage of Scripture, very familiar passage of Scripture, where the Bible says, Come now, and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. And I want to notice, uh, look at the words today here, reason together reason together and we may do more than one podcast and if that's the case it'll be all right but you ever heard anybody say something uh, like this uh, that person right there is just unreasonable or that's an unreasonable situation unreasonable he's unreasonable or she's unreasonable uh i've had my wife tell me that before that i'm just unreasonable uh but what that means is this Unreasonable means difficult to deal with or irrational. It means unwilling to agree, unwilling to agree. And the Bible says here, come now and let us reason together. The same word is used in the book of Job, Job chapter number nine, verse number 33, where the Bible talks about this, that there was no daysman betwixt us. He said there's no daysman betwixt us that might lay his hand upon us both. And what that's talking about was when there was a disagreement in Israel, the two parties would come together with what was called a daysman. We know it today as an arbitrator or a mediator, uh, someone who could negotiate, someone who would reconcile the two parties that would work with one party and work with the other party has a go-between, a daysman, and a mediator. In good old-fashioned country boy language, it simply means this, hey, we need to get something settled. Okay, so when when, when the Lord said in, in Isaiah 118, come now, let us reason together, what he is saying is we've got something that needs settling. Two sides at odds that come and reason together. And what you've got here is a great invitation. I mean, you've got a great invitation. Come now and let us reason together. What's happening is God is inviting sinners to come work things out. Boy, that ought to encourage your heart today that no matter, I mean, if you're you're listening today and you're not saved, by chance you've stumbled across this podcast and you're not born again, I got great news. God wants to work things out with you. But if you're saved, but not where you ought to be with the Lord, I got great news. God wants to work things out. We know that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But at the same time, God wants you to not just have life, but he wants you to have abundant life. And so sometimes we need to come to God and work things out. Come to God and reason things out. And there's a great invitation here. And I want to just give you a couple of thoughts. The first thing I see is that this invitation is an intense invitation. 
Because he said, come. The word come, come unto me, or come now, that word is in the imperative tense, meaning it is a command, and there's an understood you there. You come now, and let us reason together. So God is reaching out to wayward, sinful people, and he's calling them back to himself. It's amazing because God knows how we live. He knows our uprising. He knows our downsittings. He knows the good, the bad, and the ugly. He knows how each of us have treated his law. He knows the vileness and the depths of our iniquities. He knows just how wicked we are, and yet he still loves us and reaches out to us in love and pity and grace and mercy. If you'll just come now. So we see that that invitation is intense. It's a command. Come. But we also see the invitation is immediate. Because he didn't say come later. Or come someday. It's an immediate invitation. Because he said come now. God's command is to come now. There's, no, there's to be no delay. Now, you got to understand, God is dealing with the nation Israel here. And he could see what Israel could not see. He could see where their rebellion was leading them. He could see where their sin was leading them. He could see the judgment that was about to fall upon them. He could see their condition and their condemnation. And on the basis of what God could see, he presses them, come now, he presses them to make a change in their lives now. And that's the way it is. It's the way it is with those who are not right with God. You need to come now. All a sinner can see is the next step that lies before him. All a sinner can see is, is the pleasures of sin in the moment. All a sinner can think about is the here and they give no thought about what's awaiting them down the road. If a sinner could see down the road, uh, man, I'm telling you, I believe some of them would be terrified. If they could see what lies just around a few more bends in the road, they would repent and run to Jesus. That person who is lost, if they could see eternity for what it really is, they, they would see themselves in a place of eternal torment. They'd see themselves forever separated from family and friends and and peace and hope and more importantly than any of that god they'd see themselves damned and doomed and destroyed in hell no wonder god said come now so we see that it is an, it is an intense invitation and we see that it is an immediate invitation but then I see that it is an intimate invitation. Because he said, come now, let us. That phrase, let us, reason together, that's legal terminology. It means let's settle this matter before a court of law. Let's, let's, let's try our case. You see, the people of Israel had broken the covenant with God. They had failed to hold up their end of the covenant, the contract. And God had initiated legal proceedings against them. He's bringing them up on charges. He's declared his case against them. If you go and look 
uh, in this passage from verse 1 to verse 17, he declares his case against them. And now he invites them to defend their, themselves. They are absolutely in serious trouble. And yet God is so intimate with them because he said, let us. I'll get in this thing with you. Come now. Intense invitation. Immediate invitation. But there's an intimate invitation. God's got the goods on them. And they're going to be called to answer for their sins. But he said, come now. See, come now is an invitation for these people. Hey, we can get things right. He's not inviting them to a debate. He's not uh, opening up the matter for negotiations. He's inviting them to come over to his way of thinking. He's inviting them to come into agreement with him. He's giving them the opportunity to say, you're right and I am wrong. We are sorry. We're ready to go your way. He's offering them a chance to settle their case out of court. And if they'd just be reasonable and honor the covenant of the Lord, he said he would drop he would drop the charges, restore them to a place of fellowship. If they'd just repent of their sins and change their ways, God would receive them and restore them. What an intimate invitation. Let's walk together. Let's talk together. Let's work things out. That's grace. It's an intense invitation. It is an immediate invitation. It's an intimate invitation. But it is an illustrated invitation. Because, see, the Bible's made up of two legal contracts. The old contract, the old covenant, the Old Testament. And the new contract, the new covenant, the New Testament. Two covenants, two agreements, two contracts, two promises. The Old Testament is a contract and the New Testament is a contract. And it's a contract that has terms and conditions and stipulations. The Old and the New Testament have terms, conditions, stipulations, just like earthly contracts. And if you study the, the illustration here of this reasoning, this invitation... That Old Testament, the condition was the law. The New Testament, the condition is the Son. The Old Testament condition was you've got to do this. The New Testament, New Testament condition is it's been done. The Old Testament convict, uh, condition is you need to behave. The New Testament condition is you need to believe. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 12, he that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son hath not life. See, that was the problem in Israel. It's, it's why they rejected Christ. He came into his own, and his own received him not. Paul talked about it in Romans 10, about his heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel was that they might be saved. But they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, went about establishing their own righteousness and didn't submit themselves to the righteousness of God. Two covenants, two agreements. Two contracts, two promises. An old way to settle the war or a new way to settle the war. And I don't know how you feel this day as we're studying this, but I'm so glad that the enmity between God and man has been settled in the daysman of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come now and let us reason together 
Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Don't be unreasonable. If you're lost, don't be unreasonable. God has provided the way. And if you're saved and you're walking a far distance from God, don't be unreasonable. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And 1 John 1, 9 is still in the Bible. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So I challenge you today, if your heart is not where it needs to be with God, saved and lost, come now. Let us reason together. If you're saved, you ought to plan on purpose to go out today and be salt and light in this world to make a difference. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you go out tomorrow and say, I'm going to be a Christian. I'm going to be a witness. I'm going to be a testimony. I'm going to let my light shine in this world. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.